are you ready to go offside? Because it's time for Offside Hockey Talk with your host, James Roberts, and myself, Doug Ireland. We are back with another exciting episode of Offside Hockey Talk. Tonight, we are sitting down with the Markham Royals assistant coach, Spencer Hyman. Spencer, how's the night treating you, my friend? Hey, James. Good, man. How about you? I can't complain. I'm always joined by Doug Ireland. Doug, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, I'm doing just excellent, although uh, I did have uh, quite a long day uh, yesterday with the uh, the 7-7 double overtime tie. That was a little ridiculous, wasn't it? Yeah, that it was, was definitely uh, a little insane. That, that was an interesting game. Um, you know, pre preseason, obviously, teams are still getting their structure in place, and and you know, not uh, not the whole lineup from both ends, and so. But uh, yeah, no, it's a fun game for fans. Not not a great game for coaches. <laughs> I was going to ask. I was going to say, does, do coaches in the back of their minds kind of like those games because it's interesting? Or do you flat out just hate it because you just see so many things that you can work on? I mean, you like scoring seven goals, but then you remember <laughs> that you've also given up seven goals, right? So, um, you know, obviously it's nice to see some skill, and it's it's preseason hockey, so uh, you don't you don't take it uh, you know too hard. But uh, you know, you also see, like you just said, there, there's lots of avenues you know that you can uh, improve on and and work with the guys and. Uh, also, APs that that will be, um, you know, future Royals that aren't going to be Royals this year. So, um, and I'm sure St. Mike's is in the same boat there as well. So, um, yeah, it was it was an entertaining game, obviously from from a fan's perspective, but uh, in some some uh, some, you know, times uh, tough for the, from a coaching view. Yeah, especially when you have your your goalie get tossed out for, a, a, I'm almost swore for a chin strap infraction, like. That was for me. That was frustrating. I'm sure that was just as frustrating for you guys, uh, especially because uh, I believe it was Boyanowski who got tossed, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, he uh, he was playing in the Northern League last year, so um, you know, I guess uh, just didn't didn't realize the rules, or you know, but he'll get adjusted to that. And um, you know, but but it was okay. I mean, yeah. you know, our other our other goalie Anton got to get a period. He came in cold obviously wasn't expecting to play but um you know i thought he did a good job yeah absolutely it's uh it was, i thought it was a shame because it looked like as the game was going on boyanowski was really starting to, to settle in and, and make some bigger and bigger saves but bordeaux definitely uh came in and, and got the job done so i was i was happy to see that um i was just wondering if you can give uh like a, a general critique of uh, how that uh the overtime went if there was uh, either of the overtimes went, and if there was anything that we did uh, that you would have liked to have seen done differently or or better, or, or how much we can really build on that going into the uh, the regular season. Yeah, you know what, I, I, I'm a, I, I would really wish uh, you know our, our league would take after the NHL model, honestly, with the three on three and then right to a shootout. I uh, I think that's uh, you know the, the the best. I think three on three hockey and overtime, it, it's a it's really a, an extra point for creativity, obviously. Um, you know, but, uh, again, I, uh, I think both teams worked hard. Um, there's not really a critique. It, it's just preseason and, um, you know, St. Mike's has a, a real good, uh, group of players and, and a really skilled team and a coach that's been there for a long time and, and has done a really good job. So it was a fun hockey game to be a part of. Definitely. Speaking of coaching, I'm going to ask, I always ask Mike Laddie or any coach that we have on. Where do you pull from for your coaching philosophies and experience? 
do you go after a certain model, a certain coaching style, or do you kind of meld the pot together and just, you know, pick from what you'd like to do yourself? I always like to ask guys that because you want to see where their head's at in the game and what they're seeing themselves. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Um, you know, well, first and foremost, I'm there to support Mike, you know, Mike, Mike's our head coach and in my opinion, the best coach in the OJHL, um, you know, so, I'm I'm always there to to help and support and um, you know help players understand our structure you know even more better. I think coaching's adapted, you know, even since in my short coaching career, this would be my sixth year in the OJHL. Um, I think coaching's adapted because you know players have, um, you know, I don't think screaming and yelling is is productive. I think working with a with a guy and and knowing that you know every every kid's different. Every, you know, person is different and people react to different things in, in different ways. And, um, you know, you, you have to realize there's a human factor to it. And, uh, you know, you're, you're helping a, a, a kid, you know, do better on the ice and off the ice. And, um, you know, the, the biggest thing is, is realizing, uh, you know, that they're, they're, they're kids, but they're smart and, um, you know, they want to work with you. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, at this level, you know every single kid is is looking to improve uh, themselves to help out the team and themselves as much as possible. It's uh, it's just part of of this level of hockey. Uh, I know I know when I'm doing my house league coaching that I kind of have to convince some of the kids that uh, that they're interested in playing baseball. Uh, <laughs> definitely don't seem to run into that at the junior A level. Uh, I'm just wondering coming coming into the uh, into the regular season what. Uh, What's how many of these guys that we've seen in preseason, like just generally, are are we going to see pop up throughout the regular season, or was this like was this more of a a preview to see what the team's going to look like, or were we looking at a lot of rookies that are or, or APs that aren't necessarily going to start at the beginning of the year? You kind of had um, half and half, I would say. Um, our, our I would you know I guess you could call it a dress rehearsal would be uh, our last preseason game which is Friday night in St. Mike's um, you know but every game pretty much has been half and half um, a couple of them the first two I believe or the first and third were just rookies um, but yeah I mean it, it's valuable time you know for our veterans to come back and get back in the swing of things and then also you know 16 year olds 17 year olds um, you know, that aren't going to make the team this year, but are on our radar as, as call-ups for this year and, and potential future Royals for next year and years to come. It's valuable time for them to get into OJHL action. And, um, you know, that's why we have five games. It's it's not just for our team, you know, that's going to be this year. It's, you know, for development of other kids that are going to be on our team next year and moving forward uh, as well. So um, it's mix and match, but, you uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's great to get uh, our veterans in the lineup, obviously as well. So, seeing the players that you've seen so far through the preseason games, the rookies, is there anyone that you could say that has st- stood out so far? And we'll, we'll put uh, the Hyman guy aside for a second, and we'll talk about him in a moment because I've heard some great things from Doug and from Jody and from Mike. So we'll talk about that gentleman in a second. But is there anyone who's caught your eye or has jumped off the page that? maybe you didn't expect or maybe someone uh, that you cannot wait to see in the lineup? Uh, you know what? A, a bunch of our new additions have been great. Um, you know, uh, Dom Delisavita, we picked him up from Newmarket. Obviously, we're really familiar with him from last year, having a seven-game series against his team. 
Um, Kevin Weaver Vitali, you know, a kid we picked up from uh, Toronto Lakeshore Patriots. He's uh, a real good, uh, real good addition to our team. Um, I've liked, you know, Antoine Bordeaux, uh, one of the goalies that we've acquired, um, and uh, and obviously uh, Vincent Boniudo, who's, uh, you know, I, in my opinion, could be one of the best centers in the OJHL and has been around for uh, a long time here. So. I like uh, I like what I've seen from a lot of our guys here, and uh, looking forward to you know the start of what what could be a great season. Definitely. Well, Doug, you were the one to uh, to bring up the the young Hyman name, so I want you to ask Spencer about him and what he thinks of uh, the speed and everything going in with this kid. Because I've talked to Jody for about an hour today, and she just raved and raved. So I want to hear you guys talk about it because I haven't got to see him play yet, but I want to hear about his game and what's going on there. Well, as you just said, what what leaped off to me about him is just just how uh, fast he is, and uh, I wouldn't even say necessarily like raw speed, but how quick he is from a, from a dead stop and how agile he is. Like you see that in that young of a player, and to to fade in, I think he already has uh, two or three points in the in the preseason, and he just kind of fits in with this level of hockey really really well. And uh, yeah, Spencer, you got anything? Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Obviously, look, I, I got to play junior hockey with Zach, uh, my other brother Ollie. I got a coach Cooper, which is my four, uh, my third youngest brother. And, well, Zach's my oldest, and then Oliver Cooper, and then my third youngest brother being Shane, who's uh, 16 years old this year. And um, yeah, I mean, look, he, he uh, he's got an older brother to look up to, and and you know, try and play exactly like him, which is exactly what I tell all my players: is you want to be a good, you want to be you know, uh, a great player, you know, try and model your game like, like Zach Hyman, because my brother does everything, you know, in terms of going to the net, working hard and, uh, you know, being a, a great player on and off the ice. So um, he's got a great role model to look up to in my brother. And he's, uh, he's worked extremely hard and, you know, he's, um, he's going to continue that on into the regular season. Well, he's got another one to look up to too in you, Spencer, obviously being assistant coach to the Royals, there's lots that he can draw from you as well. So, I mean, he's got you and Zach to lean on on two different kind of pedestals. One would be, you know, a player in the NHL, but one is one behind the bench who sees the game differently. So, I mean, that has to be valuable to Shane going forward to know that he has those two things to lean on and to grow from as well because you get to model yourself after a game that's, you know, take your lunch bucket and go to work. And then also, I'm sure you have the same mentality, like you said, you're there to support Galati and make sure that everything goes properly. But I'm sure as well, you go to work and make sure things get done the right way. So, you know, none better to look up to than both of you. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Thanks, James. And, and yeah, I mean, um, you know, Shane's worked extremely hard and uh, he, he's, he's going to have a great year this year. So just uh, really excited. Obviously, I get to, you know, be in, uh, involved in hockey with, uh, you know, with him as, you know, as I said, I've been in, as a player and a coach with, with all my brothers and, and now with Shane, it's it's really awesome and exciting for me and my family. The uh, the hashtag Hyman Hustle is alive and well in Markham. I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the bend the knee, that's for sure. And that's what this season is going to be about, about the Royals again being the, uh, the kings of the north. So that is going to be kicking off again very shortly. And, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say there seems to be quite the buzz surrounding the Markham Royals home opener and uh, I'd be beside myself or if I didn't ask you about what is happening on opening night for the Markham Royals 
Yeah, it's going to be a great night. Um, Jody Lanzarota, our vice president, has is, is, uh, you know, worked extremely hard. So as one of our assistant coaches, uh, Brad Watt, who's been amazing since he's came over uh, and helping organize, you know, putting together a great night. Um, we're going to have a bunch of waxer teams out, so the little guys will be there. And, uh, you know, we're lucky enough that Zach's going to be coming and, and dropping the puck and, um, you know, meeting with all the, the little waxers and taking pictures and signing autographs and all that. So it'll be, uh, you know, a really special night. And, um, you know, hopefully it'll be a great game between us and Pickering's. Well, the home opener is always a show. It's always something that's put on well. Ever since I got to uh, work with the Markham Royals myself for doing this podcast, every year it seems to get bigger and bigger, and this year it's no exception. Um, going into this season, what are your guys' goals? Obviously, every team says to win it all, to go all the way, but there has to be little goals along the way that you guys want to make sure you nail down. I'm not talking in-game details, but just stuff that you guys want to see from a constructive level from the team and from the league. Is there anything you're looking for there, Spencer? I mean, the, the biggest thing, and I think, you know, for everyone going into every year, you know, at Junior A, the, the most important thing is developing and, and developing players to get to move on to the next level. Our league's developed a, a lot of NA, uh, NHL players, Zach being one of them, obviously. Uh, I think Mitch Marner played a, a playoff in our, in, our, uh, in our league. Connor Brown played a season in our league. So the, you know, Travis Dermott played a season in our league. So, I mean, Jack the, Hughes. The Jack Hughes, exactly. Yeah, the, the OJHL is, uh, you know, been an incredible league for development. And our year, our goal is, is the same every year. It's obviously to go in with a winning mindset. I mean, we are here to win hockey games, of course, but first and foremost, we're here to develop players and, and help kids move on to the next level. And when you're a part of that process, there's nothing more, um, you know, gratifying than, than seeing a kid that comes as a, you know, uh, a project and turns into a division one player or a major junior player, you know, and then moves on to the next level, whether it's in hockey or, or another avenue of life. So, um, you know, really, uh, as always, our, our, our main goal is to develop, you know, great hockey players and great people. Absolutely. So our, our home opener is uh, going to be against the, the Pickering Panthers. Uh, we always it always seems to be a bit like it seems to be like our biggest rivalry if i really had to pick one team that we seem to kick it up an extra notch for just a little bit it seems to be pickering uh is is there anything that you're have you started thinking about the home opener uh against pickering yet or are you still focused on preseason and if so like what are you looking to see out of the team against pickering uh pickering's a, a real good organization they've got good coaching staff good players um, you know, good ownership, and um, you know we're we're excited that we uh, you know we're going to be playing them in the home opener. Um, you know, I think we played them not last year, but the year before in our home opener as well. So it's always a great game versus them. Um, you know, right now we're really just focusing on putting together our team and getting our team ready to play. Um, you know, but but obviously I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't uh, excited for that game. So um, lots will be going on off the ice, and then obviously it'll be a great product on the ice. You know, because both teams look to be competitive this year. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Well, another thing that's going on this season here for the OJHL is we do have two new teams coming in, in the Milton Menace and the Collingwood Colts. Um, Got to ask, Milton has a pretty good social game and seems to be okay taking it on the ice. And then the Collingwood Colts coming in, obviously, they seem to have a pretty well good put-together staff as well. I'm wondering, with the Markham Royals, 
Who do you look forward to facing more out of the two new teams? Look forward to facing both of them. I mean, we'll see Collingwood a, a lot more, obviously, since they're in our division. Um, you know, so uh, we, it wasn't so long ago we were the new team in the OJHL moving from Hamilton to Markham. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a long process. It's, it's not an easy process. We were fortunate enough to win our, our division in our first year in Markham. But, uh, you know, there obviously are growing pains in starting a new franchise. But I think both teams have done an excellent job of getting themselves you know, ready in what look to be both extremely competitive teams. So, um, you know, I'm excited to play, out, play both of them. Uh, when I was in the league in Hamilton, Collingwood had a, a franchise, and I was always, you know, um, wondering when it was going to come back because it's too good of a, a city and community to not have a junior hockey club. So great for the league and, um, you know, really, uh, really excited for both of them. Well, the answer I was hoping for was the Milton Menace. I don't know if you've heard, but um, I laid down a little bit of a challenge against the Milton Menace. So uh, Jason Trifon has picked it up as well. And um, basically, if the Markham Royals beat the Milton Menace, then obviously someone in the Milton Menace organization has to rock some Markham Royals gear. And then, of course, vice versa for us over here. So I'm hoping that you guys take the task, the Milton Menace, and... Uh, Bend the knee of the menace, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's awesome. I see uh, our uh, our social media and uh, media coordinator Reno Matucci has been having some fun with with Milton on Twitter. So it's it's cool. It's it's good. It's good for junior hockey. It's good for excitement. And uh, I mean, they're they're doing a good job, obviously, promoting their club and promoting junior hockey and, and bringing it back to Milton. So. Um, you know, it's, it's great for the league and, and, you know, excited, uh, excited times ahead. Well, one thing that Jody wanted me to ask you about before we let you go today, Spencer, is, uh, something to do with the Markham Fire Initiative and something that's coming up in October. She wanted me to talk to you about that. What can you give us on that? What information? Yeah, that's actually, uh, something I just, um, found out today from our, uh, from Jody and Brad, uh, you know, Brad Watt, one of our assistant coaches is a firefighter. Um, you know, so he uh, had the idea uh, that we'd get Markham Fire involved in, um, you know, coming to our event on October 4th, which I actually think we may be playing Milton that night. I'm not sure, which would be funny, but um, they're basically going to have a truck outside of our arena. They're going to have a, a table and booth in our lobby, um, and uh, they'll have a representative there to drop the puck and, and we'll honor them. Um, all uh, firefighters will obviously get into the game free that night. Um, there'll be a meet and greet with some of our players in the lobby and uh, uh, some other uh, stuff. It's basically um, we're, we're there to promote Fire Prevention Week, which is the week following the game. I believe October 4th is a Friday night, so the Fire Prevention Week is the week after. So really, uh, really good stuff. Really excited to have them involved in, in our organization. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, a great thing. And, really looking forward to it well october 4th we are in fact uh playing milton so i guess james is really hoping that we're going to turn up the heat oh <laughs> i guess uh james has to come out for that one then well he's got to be there <laughs> i i will try to be there if not i'll be there in spirit we are definitely going to be trying to do something again getting there this year so that's around the leafs home opener too eh <laughs> <laughs> listen you're just trying to sweeten the pot now <laughs> Well, Spencer, yeah, I really want to thank you for taking the, the time for, for jumping on tonight. I know you got a lot to do. The season is coming up. 
I look forward to speaking with you throughout the season, hopefully grabbing you before the home opener as well. But uh, I wish you all the luck if we don't get to talk to you before then. And uh, again, thank you, my friend, for stopping by offside. For sure. Thanks, James. And thanks, Doug. And Doug, I'll see you at the rink. And James, bend the knee. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Cheers. All right, so you heard it right there. That was Spencer Hyman. He is the assistant coach for the Markham Royals, as you heard right here on Offside Hockey Talk. Zach Hyman will be dropping the puck at the Markham Royals home opener and signing autographs and doing a lot of pictures with the teams that are going to be present, as you heard. The Young Waxers will be there as well. Also, be sure to be check out the Markham Royals partnering with the Markham Fire and doing the initiative for Fire Prevention Week in October. We will be doing videos and everything leading up to all of this. Be sure to check out Offside Hockey Talk for all the latest news and updates on the Markham Royals home opener and everything going on with the Royals this season. It is always hashtag GRG, hashtag bend the knee, and hashtag Hyman Hustle from the OJ to the NHL. All right, guys. This time we are joined by Mark Jocelyn. He is the GM and coach of the Toronto Junior Patriots. Mark, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing okay, James. I'm doing okay. Nice to uh, get back on a podcast. You guys always doing a great job for uh, for our league, and uh, obviously what Dougie does for the Patriots himself. It's uh, it's fun to be a part of, and we're uh, we're ramping up and getting excited for a new season here. I appreciate the kind words. <laughs> <laughs> well, you definitely got to be excited for this season that's coming up. So. You and Doug obviously have a great relationship about the team, so this is the part of the show where I get to sit back and listen and interject where I can, but Doug has some great questions lined up, so I'd love to hear you guys go at her. So if you hear me go silent, I'm listening to you guys talk about some great OJ hockey. <laughs> um, All right, sounds great. So, Mark, we, we got I got to see the, the, the Patriots for the first time this year, uh, this past Saturday. Uh, can you tell me if what, what we saw that night was uh, the general makeup of the team or if it was mostly rookie or AP players looking to lock down a call-up spot or, or what have you? Uh, it was a mixture. There was, some, there was a couple of rookies in the lineup. There were some APs or guys that are, are fighting for AP spots that were really interested into AP for the season. And there was probably four or five vets in the lineup. So it was a mixture, but obviously uh, – a great core kids and a great result. Um, you know, although Markham didn't uh, have many veterans in their lineup, so I think it went the way it was supposed to go. To be honest with you, yeah, it was uh, it was a bit of a blowout. I think it was final score was seven to one, if I'm recalling correctly. Correct, seven yeah. to one. Yes, it was it was fun getting to set the horn off that many times in the early season. I guess I know what's working now. <laughs> I love love the best part of the best part of the league is the horn. <laughs> Uh, one thing that I, I really enjoyed seeing was uh, Pescia back in net. I was just wondering if uh, you could talk about him just for a minute. Well, you know what? Arguably, I think everybody or most people would agree he should be he should be with top goalie in the league. If not, you know, the top two or three when he's healthy and he's on, um, he's he's going to be he's going to be dynamite in our backbone for sure. And he's been great in camp so far. Very energetic. You know, obviously a tough way to end the season last year with him getting hurt in Game Six and not being able to go against seven against St. Mike's. Um, but he's a true leader, and, you know, we expect big things from him to lead the way for us. And like I said, if he stays healthy, uh, you know, our, our chances are pretty good. Uh, it was. I was also really happy to see that Mike Daly was uh, back on the bench with you. Uh, I, I'm sure you don't want to put words in his mouth, but I was wondering if he uh, spoke to you about uh, his outlook for the year with the, with the team. Well, he's obviously very excited and very optimistic. Last year, we had a ton of rookies in our lineup to start the year. This year, when everything's said and done, we start, you know, 
uh, the eighth against uh, JRC on the road. You know, we, we're going to have three, maybe four rookies in the lineup maximum. So we're going to be a very veteran team when all the pieces get, to, you know, come together. So I know Mike's as excited as I am. And, you know, it's going to be, you know, most of the kids are going to know our system. So it's, it's not going to be as much teaching as we needed last year. It'll be just more fine tuning and, you know, work with all the different personalities and attitudes and make sure everybody's on the same page. Uh, I also noticed there was uh, someone else on the bench with you guys. Who was that guy? <laughs> Is he here for the regular season? And if so, what's he bringing to the coaching dynamic you guys have? Well, that was Patty Piancentini. Um, John Dean and I coached him in North York for three years. He was our captain the last year. He went four years to Mercyhurst on a Division One scholarship. Last year, he started the year with us. And then he went, he got, a, he got an opportunity to play pro in France. So he took that opportunity, he left the team halfway through the year, won a championship out there, and then uh, loved the experience but didn't want to go back. So now he's back in Vaughn working full-time um, with his mom, and he's going to be a full-time assistant coach with us this year. And you know what? He's fresh out of, uh, fresh out of uh, Division One hockey and pro hockey. So, you know, he's, he's younger. Um, I think he's like 20, uh, 25. So, he's you know, he can relate to the kids. They can relate to him. He brings a different dynamic than what Mike and I bring, and uh, he'll be the good cop, and all the kids love him, so we're excited to have him uh, have him back full-time. That's for sure. He's a great kid, great kid. I'm looking forward to getting to, to talk with him a little bit. Um, last year, uh, we went out in seven games in the, the first round against St. Mike's. Uh, they would then go down in four games to North York. I'm wondering like, what your takeaways from that were and if it's affected anything you've decided to focus on with the, the Patriots this season. Oh uh, no, we're looking for we're looking for the last year. You know, we we traded our top four, arguably our top four players away at the deadline with Spagnola, Rettinger, Savaro, and uh, and uh, Bannister. Um, so we're looking for a real strong leadership group out of the gates, so that we have a you know a great dressing room, a great chemistry, because all that there that'll all take everything else will take care of itself on the ice if we have that that leadership and chemistry off the ice. And uh, so we're focusing on that right now. We can. Um, again, because we have so many veterans this year, we don't have to focus as much on teaching. So we're focusing a lot more right now on, on leadership and chemistry and get the right, pick the right four guys that have letters on their jersey and go from there. Nice. Well, speaking of chemistry, obviously, getting everything together for the team and setting everything up, we have the players in camp. We're obviously going to be trimming down the team and getting the guys that you want in the lineup. For the off-ice thing, what can fans expect for the home opener? And, uh, you know, what's the vibe around the team? What's everybody feeling like? And what is the expectation for this season? Can you walk us through that? Well, we've got a new ownership group who um, have already spent uh, several thousand dollars on the dressing room. So they've done an uplift in the dressing room. So the kids are excited about that. You know, little things, new flooring, new lighting, new painting, new washer and dryer, um, all new equipment this year, all new jerseys, all new socks. So the boys are excited about that. The new ownership groups come in. They're trying to get a bunch of Humber students to come in and do, you know, different game nights, different raffles, um, Santa Claus parade, get out in the community a little more, try and get some more support in the stands. So there's some exciting stuff happening behind the scenes, which we hope, you know, um, relates to the on-ice product, um, you know, and get the kids excited to, to be at Westwood and play here and, you know, hopefully get a little more outside support. So... What, one thing that always leaves one thing that leaves out to me is it's just not that often that you hear uh, uh, a GM of a team that's truly excited for a new ownership group to come in 
And I just I just wanted to to mention that real quick because to me that speaks to to how this year is going to go. Uh, the fact that you're going to feel comfortable doing what you do best, I think that that bodes really well for the team. And uh, I'm looking forward to to seeing what you can do. Yeah, well, the new ownership brought in two or three guys to support him and and do a bunch of stuff that you know he doesn't have to worry about and I don't have to worry about. So that you know, Mike and I. You know, Mike is associate coach and assistant GM. We can focus more on on making sure we have the right pieces to the puzzle all the time, and make sure that everybody's on on the same page and on board, and everybody's happy. When the kids are happy, coming to the rink, you know, it's easier for us to teach. It's easier for us to explain things. It's easier for everybody to get everybody to buy in and understand and accept their roles. And I think last year we had some trouble with that um, because we were such a young group. So this year it should be a lot easier, a lot smoother. And that, that again, is going to help the Onyx product big time at the end of the day. Definitely. Well, you speak of new ownership, and obviously we've seen this year two new teams come into the league with the Milton Menace and the Collingwood Colts. I have to ask, you know, what do you think of these teams? What have they done to set themselves up for success? And do you have those dates circled on your calendar as they are new teams, something fresh, exciting, and new, you know, with them coming to the league? Is that something you're looking forward to there, Mark? Definitely, definitely. I know Milton's ownership group is doing a lot, and they've already got the kids out in the community a lot. Um, they've got a good coaching staff with guys that have been around the league, so they know what to expect. They'll be a young team and a bit of a rebuild, but you know they'll do things the right way for the league and marketing in the league. And Collingwood is a great small northern town that, that'll get great support. Uh, they were in the league years ago when I was coaching in Aurora, and it was always a sold-out barn. It's a smaller rink, but they'll get great fan support up there. And Greg Johnstone, the new coach, um, I, I grew up playing against Greg. He actually and ended up playing in the NHL with Boston. Um, great guy, you know, good hockey guy, been around a long time, so I know he'll uh, – He'll do a good job with that new organization up there, too. So both exciting for the league, a little bit of change. Um, you know, tough to see Newmark and, and Kingston go, but, you know, if everything's done properly, I think, I think we'll have the same excitement with these new uh, franchises. Oops, uh, well, that's awesome. I cannot wait for those two teams to hit the ice. Cannot wait to see you guys hit the ice. Um, for yourself there, Mark, being the GM and the coach, is there anything – that you think for yourself when you're prepping for the team for the year that you need to look for in players. You're talking about leadership. You're talking about, you know, wanting everything to gel where last year you were a younger group. Is there one thing or a couple of things you're looking for for some of these young men to exemplify that, you know, you can lean on these guys in the room? Um, I don't think there's one thing, Jane. I think it's more, more of like last year when we made the changes at the deadline, um, you know, ownership decided to go that way. It wasn't a bad thing for us at the time. Some of the kids were upset about it, but, you know, you got to look to the future. So we've set ourselves up pretty good for this year with, with all the veterans coming back. We lost a couple of key pieces, but that happens every year. But uh, I really believe that it's getting every single player, whether they're 20 or 16 or 17, to understand and accept their role. And once Mike and I have done that with all 23 players, I think we're going to be really, really good. Well, for any of you guys interested uh, listening to the podcast, uh, the Toronto Patriots play at a Westwood Arena. Uh, their home opener is uh, the Sunday the 15th, and they're going to be playing Brampton. Uh, puck drops at 7.15 p.m. I promise you will enjoy it. It's some excellent hockey at a, at a great price, and you're, you're right on top of the action at Westwood. They don't have those stupid nets that seem to circle so many arenas these days. It's, it's wide open uh, sight lines. I highly recommend everybody comes out to Westwood Arena and checks out some junior hockey. Uh, Mark, thank you for coming on. We, we always appreciate 
appreciate you uh, taking the time out to to talk about junior hockey and the Patriots. And it's it's always a pleasure getting to talk with you. Oh, it's always a pleasure, guys. I appreciate it. I'd come on anytime. Uh, you guys do a great job, and uh, you make our league as professional as it can be. So I appreciate that. I know a lot of my colleagues do as well. Thank Anyways. you, Mark. We appreciate you as well. All righty. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Yeah, you too. All right, so that was Mark Jocelyn. He is the GM and the head coach of the Toronto Junior Patriots. Be sure to check them out at the Westwood Arena. When you drop in there, you may hear a voice that you're used to hearing on this podcast <laughs> announcing all the goals, the ones and the twos, dropping the tracks to keep you excited from the warm-ups right to the end and pulling the goal horn, like he said. That would be one and only Doug J. Ireland. So be sure to check them out at the Westwood Arena and be sure to check out Offside Hockey Talk, the home of the OJHL. For all the teams and all the news and notes, be sure to check out the website OJHL and be sure to follow them on Twitter. All right, guys, that's it for me. Have yourself a good one. 